Smash. Thank you for that TurboTaxer. Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of Supercast for this, the podcast where I have completely lost control of everything. But did I ever really have control? I, you know, I thought I did. I really did. Over the publication of the show, at least. Uh, like, yeah. I just pulled a plug, theoretically. Like, I, I think I had control up until Jono did the very first intro in the first episode, and it's all been downhill from there. But, uh, welcome <laughs> to a Smasher Dash! We got Jono, we got me, Zantok, we got TurboTaxer making his sixth appearance on the show. Oh, yeah. You're, you're one of our more consistent guests. I feel like I brought this up to you before, but it still remains true. Really? Yes, because yeah. I count. Dang. I count. I count every guest appearance we have and what type of episode they've been on. And you've been on two on topics, three Smashtopias. <laughs> really, three? <laughs> Who's the third? Oh, right, Chrono. I forgot about Chrono because yeah. <laughs> he broke the pig theming that we were going with for a bit. Uh, and then this is your first Master Dash. Oh yeah. Uh, We've had four guests that have made... Actually, you're, you're currently the first guest to hit six appearances. So Wow. Congratulations on that. But you were the... at five, right? What? Sorry. Yeah, no, we had three people at five right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Flamezone, Eba, and Kelly Jelly are all at five appearances. And Trevor, yeah. you are the third person to be able to be on all three types of episodes. Join in the club oh. for triple threat. Triple Maybe. threat. We'll have a fourth person later this season. Could be. Could be. That's and the Warriors. And if you well. paid attention to our previous episodes and what guests have been on for them, you would know who that fourth, the fourth person to get all three would be, because it's not that hard to figure out. Jamie. Close, but no. Has only been on <laughs> one episode. So I. No, it's not going to be. I mean, there it could be Jamie. I, I can't spoil it. I mean, maybe. Maybe Jamie will be making two appearances. This is, I don't know. Been a while since we've had Jamie on. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Good guy. Could be. Could be or to be. Fuck. Could be. I was going to go somewhere with that, and I didn't. I couldn't. I started before I could figure out where I was going to go with it. So now it's just going to be a failure of a near automata joke. So it sounds a little like near, a little like Shakespeare. You get get the best of that's, both worlds. That's what I was trying for, and then it just kind of, I killed it halfway through. Happens. Happens. Yeah, yeah. We should not dwell on that. Uh, what's up? Yeah, the ceiling. I, I hope so. By the pricking of my really thumb, if it wasn't wicked comes. Because then there'd be a hole in my floor in my kitchen. I don't want that. That'd be unfortunate. Yeah, the kitchen is above me. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like the ghost of Christmas past. That and those vet bills what? that you had to pay for your brother. No, the vet bills I had to pay for my dog. <laughs> oh, that's even you worse. Get, you, you pay $500 to be told, yeah, we can't figure out anything that's wrong. It's like, 
while he was being he wasn't acting right so there was clearly something wrong when you could just touch a dog's side and they yelp in pain there's something wrong it's like yeah we don't know it's like cool great thanks for taking my money thanks for that you already had in your office Mm. (laughs) yeah i feel you it was not fun it was not fun it does not sound fun Mm-hmm. You know what is fun though? Video games. Like yes. Trevor, <laughs> what is the most recent video game that you have played recently? Um, that would be a Valheim. Uh, oh. recent. And so how, how long ago was that? Shoot, that's got to be a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Or no? Okay. A couple weeks ago. Oh. Like two okay. weeks ago. Okay. Uh, if I if I ever go two weeks without having played a game, I better be on some goddamn like fucking survivor shit or something. Cause what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel it too. I feel it too. <laughs> yeah. John and I we're both playing Fire Emblem Engage right now. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like some aspects of it, but it's very. There have been some great chapters. There have been some amazing chapters with the story. But for overall, it's just kind of just like, eh, that's fine. Yeah. It is better than you would expect from that aspect, considering that better a lot than of people thought it would be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, people thought it would be Animu trash, which, in other words, is Fates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Three Houses mm-hmm. is better. It just... Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not on every level. But in general, I think Three Houses is better. For one thing, mm-hmm. the characters are just way better. Yeah. That's the number and one. And they feel like that they matter more. In this mm-hmm. game, it's more like mm-hmm. back to general Fireman Fair. You get all these extra characters in your maps and you can recruit them to fight for you, but only like six characters ever appear in cutscenes. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 More more like Awakening than yeah. Three Houses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, so it's it's very good if you like the gameplay of Fire Emblem. It's there. There are several aspects in which this is a step above Three Houses. Yeah. Um, but Three Houses felt like a world that was lived in and developed, um, and the characters were um, three dimensional people. That said, they um, do improve over the biggest complaint about Three Houses, and that's white clouds. Mm-hmm. And ma- yeah, making the initial ten chapter ish, I think, right? Like first yeah. ten chapters of the, of the story be something you have to repeat again and again and again. Yeah, in every campaign. And the replacement for Garrickback Monastery, there's there's less to do, really, but it doesn't really necessarily feel like you're doing less necessarily mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. also completely optional like you don't have to do anything there if you don't want to but it's great for building supports which i think it's it's a better overall platform than, than the monastery even though the monastery felt lived in i mean after a while it, it got a little that said like the monastery being to compare it to the, the monastery mm-hmm. being okay every weekend you go do things in the monastery or you can go do some fighting then there's a chapter fight at the end of the month Versus this mm-hmm. one's like, okay, you can go back to the Somniel after every fight, including just after a random skirmish, if you want to. Mm-hmm. But then, but things you have to you have to go through that in order for the Somniel to refresh if 
its activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pluses and minuses yeah. to both of those systems. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say, fishing was fine in three houses, and fishing sucks in engage. I did it once. <laughs> well, and that's what, it. What did they do? Because like it's fishing, a, it's actually a mini game now. Oh, and you have to you have to like your aim press perfect. Yeah, now you have to like you have to uh, move your control stick uh, in the opposite direction of where the fish is trying to pull away from you. Tap the button whenever they're in within a certain radius. Uh, mm-hmm. It's where and then where yeah. the fish is durability, which is weird. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Sonic Frontiers fishing is where it's at. I feel like <laughs> so many games try to make fishing be a thing, but more often than not. They do a bad job. Mm. Yeah, I just want to bake the cat simulator one of these days. I want to be in his shoes and understand what his life is like in fish. Why don't they make a big the cat DLC for Sonic Frontiers? Why don't they make a big the cat costume? Like with a little bit of extra cotton in there so you can really feel like you're moving within his meat. I'm pretty sure somebody else would make that for you. What you want? Jono, there's a line. And I want. Being inside of Big Cat's meat is past the line. All right? Mm. I'm just going to let you know (laughs) we're not tauntauning Big the Cat. Having his meat inside you, on the other hand, is perfectly fine. No! That's worse! That's worse! <laughs> On any level that that would be a possible conversation, that's worse! Good, this is why we don't have viewers and why we can't get marketing deals. Shadow oh, is the reason why we fail. Oh my god. We're moving on to our next segment. If we went back to audio only, maybe we'd have a better chance. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. That's not, no. Because there is an audio option. And if people don't want to see us, they have that option. Just check us out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever the fuck else it's uploaded. I don't know. John was in charge of that. I only do the YouTube uploads. Wherever podcasts are found. Basically, because I throw it on an RSS ad. What about my Spotify, Apple, and everything. If you really wanted it on there, at least Star-Lord is listening to it. Yay! <laughs> Mario is listening to the podcast. Mario and Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Alright, time to move on. So, <laughs> like we do with Rate the Chance not starting with Season 3, it's... I said Rate the Chance. Like we do starting with Smash and Ashes starting Season 3, it's Rate their Chance this time. We got five characters that we have picked out, and... Uh, <laughs> Turbo here does not know who they are, so I, I always like, you know, surprising our guests with who our rate their chances people are. And we're going to start out with a very familiar face, one that you know very well, I hope. If you don't know who this character is, then I think you've had something go wrong in your brain hole. <laughs> is this first character? It's Porky Mitch. No, I don't know. I don't know. But we nope. had what? But we did an episode about him, and you were there. Sorry, Holden Brain cannot. <laughs> All right, yeah, we, we, need I, I get our, we need to get our backup guest. Can we get Courtney on the line? <laughs> yeah. Yes, bring bring the. She's doing thirty rally. She's she's busy. 
All right, we're oh, gonna talk about I... Stardew Valley and Smash Brothers now. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that, that nickel nickel thing, the the little berry guy. I, I I I tried playing Stardew and I got very frustrated, like pretty much right away. I'm like, no, I don't want to play this. <laughs> not I need for to, me. They, I just checked the aggregate for our RSS, and this is not like crazy numbers, but I do want to say our audio is fairly popular it is trudging along and i've never looked at these numbers before but okay in... okay but are those numbers just clicks or is this like listening time like are they clicking and then closing these are not only listens but they also include people who've downloaded the episode to listen to later mm. cool. like on spotify or apple music where that's uh option okay so just if this is if you're if you're listening to this podcast on one of these things first of all thank you like mm -hmm. legit because i mm -hmm. i only know the youtube numbers and the youtube numbers are i, I mean we don't expect them to be very good but mm -hmm. i would just love if you want to say any kind of comment i don't know if i don't have no idea if spotify or iTunes has any kind of comments because i don't use they those don't. services they don't okay Please go look at the YouTube channel. And just like leave us a comment because I would just love to know what people think. Honestly, mm -hmm. like you don't gotta mm -hmm. say much. I'm just like, if you like it, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about more or less, or if you want me to try and contain Jono more or let him go even wilder, please don't do that. Part. I'm <laughs> begging you for my own sanity and for this podcast not to be over three hours every time. Please, <laughs> or just like if there's any characters or games you want to see covered. Like, we would love to know what people yeah. would actually like to see us talk about. And yeah. just having just having a couple of fans, like literally one or two, yeah. um, knowing, knowing, having harvesting a community. Be nice. Yeah. Be nice. Do we have an um, email yeah. address? We, no, we, we have a Facebook page you can comment on, too. There's a Facebook page. And then you, you mm -hmm. post on, like, your Instagram sometimes. I think, I don't know if you've mm -hmm. done that in a long time, actually. No, no, it, it's been a couple months. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to do want to share very quickly our top performing episode of the season so far was King Boo. It's yeah, uh, it's a good one. We spiked so we spiked in October when the season came back with 196 plays. Ooh, boy, <laughs> is I that more views than all of YouTube? I gotta check the YouTube numbers now. Sorry, Porky, we'll uh -huh. get to you in a minute. But I gotta check yeah. our YouTube numbers now because holy. Balls. Our our overall since the beginning of of this podcast. First of all, we've had ninety three listeners in the past thirty days. Whoa! I don't know if they've heard the entire podcast. You know how many views? We... At least a certain number. Oh. Yeah. In the past twenty eight days on YouTube, we've had eight views in zero point <laughs> one uh, hours of watch time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Thirty five hundred. So three thousand five hundred and eleven all time. Uh, listen, so listening past a certain amount of time to be able to track on this aggregate mm. um, since season one on RSS. Uh, our, our best video of the season on YouTube was Smash Brothers on NES? Question mark. With 23 views. Probably because people thought <laughs> we had like information on like plans for one on NES and they clicked that when they realized, oh, that's not what this is. Those people <laughs> were not the most intensely um, yes. Are you going somewhere with nice that? Brother? Yeah. Yeah. Um. There we go. 
There we well, that was go. that was real that was really that was very Oh nice my stuff. god, you'll never guess what our most viewed video is on YouTube. Uh Midna. Smashtopia. Porky Minch featuring Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> With 44 views. <laughs> Honorable, yes. Ah, uh, and one like. And one comment. Who the hell commented? I got ratioed. Oof. Or we got ratioed, I guess. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means that there's a lot more watches than likes. So, uh... Isn't that normal? Yeah. Well, like, I, I feel like that should be normal, because... More, like, more if comments you... than likes? I mean... Yeah. I don't know how YouTube... That stuff... I don't... Listen, we don't do this to be famous. We would love to be, but we don't do this to be that... We do this because we're losers, and we have no, we're, we have, have nothing we're, else we're, to do with our time. We're too centered and and balanced and kind to be famous. We are right. Saying. Let's talk about a character that's not centered or balanced or kind, and that's Porky Minch. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. Getting there. So Porky Minch, rate their chances. We do as we do, we're trying to figure out like what do we think his chances are to be played in the next Smash. Uh. Earthbound is kind of an odd series for talking about Smash because, one, it's a dead series. Yeah. To the dismay of all of its fans, it's a dead series, and the uh, guy behind it has no interest in making further. And on one level, that's very disappointing. On the other level, it's also kind of respectful because, you know what? Not every series needs to be milked for all it's worth for eternity. Mm -hmm. I got that. But can we at least get Earthbound, or can we at least get Mother 3? <laughs> Please? <laughs> <laughs> like I like admittedly I did not have the most fun time playing Earthbound just because like I played it years after it released so I'm comparing it to more modern games and it doesn't have a lot of the modern stuff I'm used to but mm -hmm. just for just for its fans I want Mother 3 to get released outside of Japan like you guys Definitely. Trevor you guys fucking deserve it you deserve Mother 3 Honestly, Trevor, with his pure heart, shall be the first in this world to to lift the seven needles. I was I was trying to figure out how to do a seven needles trick, but the only thing that came to mind was something dirty. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. You already had that portion of the show. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, last episode. We talked yeah. about the seven yep. needles. Actually, we made a we made forty different items for Smash River. And Jono here chose the Seven Needles, uh, and he also did the Horn of Life. Well, I did the Bag of Dragonite. Ooh. Yeah. It's fun. From Pokemon. Nine. Yes. <laughs> Any hoodle. Porky Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Earthbound is odd because not only of not only for those reasons, but also uh, all the playable characters. Like, we already had the playable character from Earthbound, Ness, with the playable character from Mother 3, Lucas, and the two of them play very similarly and you could go it's like hey why not the playable character from the first uh game nintin it's like okay but he would also play very similarly most likely you can make him different i've already done it i have a smashtopia moveset for him on the, on the squeaky but also he looks nearly identical to ness yeah so that's a kind of a problem oh yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then it's like okay well you could go with the party members like there's you know there's poo there's Jeff, there's Duster, there's Teddy, there's the masked, but then there's villains, the masked man, and Porky. 
And honestly, Buffalo when Monkey. I'm kind of looking at all of these, I feel like Porky has the best chances of all the remaining Earthbound carrots at this at this point. If Earthbound three came out uh, um, outside, released worldwide, then I might shift that. Actually, no, Porky is still the main guy in that game too. Not Mask Man. Wow. No, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. raise Porky's chances even higher. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how high his chances strictly are, but I I don't think they're strictly bad. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're better than most people would give credit for. It's just the question of is Earthbound getting a third rep? Right. Mm. Um. Yeah, Parky is well respected. I I think in the not just the Earthbound community or or mother rather, but um Smash as well. I mean, he had a prominent role in the Subspace Emissary and the Brawl Days. Uh, people know who he is. So there's there's that. Um, and I'm blanking. I could have sworn he had a. a, a appearance after that too uh um, well see that's the thing though he doesn't mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why yeah. it's like in world of light there is no spirit of porky no spirit <laughs> for porky yeah. and that set a lot of people off thinking oh my god is porky gonna be dlc because there's no spirit for him already mm-hmm. and like you could you the only the only other response to that was like because there is a spirit for the absolutely safe capsule which people took was like oh well maybe porky is inside the absolute safe capsule but that's still weird that there wouldn't be a porky minch or even a pokey minch as he was called in uh in the original Earthbound. there's no spear for his mm-hmm. appearance from that either it's like that's very strange because there's other characters that have multiple spirits towards them so to just have that is it's weird yeah 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 um if I agree, though. If we were to get a, another character, it should be Porky. Um, in the Will category, I could see them saying, oh, Nintendo's a Ness and Lucas Echo. Um, or or Kumatora is here. Or because Paula. She is another, or Paula, because they're very similarly, yeah. Or Anna, if you want to get really zesty. Um, yeah, because they're, they're all the PSI, traditional PSI users. You have Ness and Lucas. They're like, oh, yeah, Ness learned his shit from Paula, and Lucas yeah. learned his shit from Kumatora. It's so, literally okay. a sacrificed justification for why they can use those moves. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. they were taught them. <laughs> so, you, so you could also go those routes of, of just other PSI users um, rather easily. Um, but if you want to go for the zest, and, and Porky has this on the side, too. He is the most important character from Mother Who Was Not in the game yet besides maybe nintendo since you play as him besides maybe gaigu that's true um would be a little bit more difficult to comprehend though i think i mean you literally so, can't yeah you literally can't yeah. comprehend his attacks mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, it's the perfect final smash it just fades to black and you see like a bunch of sound effects and that text just appears on screen and then it fades back to the battles and the character's gone yeah yeah, yeah. What a tragic character, God. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The writing in, in Mother is top-notch. Um, I've seen some people, this total sidebar, say, oh, Gygus could be a Mewtwo clone. I was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sure. Because of the, the look, sure. I guess. But, mm-hmm. but if that would be underwhelming. I mean, it, it's Gygus. You put him in and, yeah. But anywho. One day. Uh, I, I think Marky's chances are fairly okay. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm kind of 
flip-flopping on where I'd place them right now, but I, I think I have a percentage in mind. Uh, before we get there, though, uh, Trevor, uh, your thoughts on Parky? Yeah, so actually, from what I was thinking, you guys have a lot more faith that Porky would become his own character than I would. I, I, might, believe only, I might only see that because they have a model that they could use or retool from Smash Brothers Brawl from the boss, and seeing as how they can make larger characters like Ridley work, that they could make... Uh, Porky in the Spider-Mac suit work as well, um, but really, I just I kind of seems like Nintendo is done repping Earthbound and the Earthbound series, so I just don't see a heavy push from them to really uh, put Porky in anything at all, other than what he's been in as a boss and brawl. So sure. I, I just, Yeah. I really don't see it, I personally. It's fair. Uh the the main counter I would have to say to that is generally speaking, Sakurai is who chooses the roster, not Nintendo. He picks the characters whenever he's making his initial game pitch and <laughs> it rarely changes past that. I mean he might have like Pokemon placeholder, Fire Emblem placeholder. But generally, whoever he he plans and chooses to pick in the game is who we get. It's really it was really on the DLC for Ultimate where he was just, he just straight up told us like yeah. So Nintendo told me to who to choose for the DLC. So if you're mad about Byleth in a few months, it wasn't me. <laughs> Part of me feels like Byleth is why Sakurai told us that. Part, it, conspiracy theory of me, but part of me feels that. Because even when he got to the Bible reveal, he was just like, yeah, um, I asked Nintendo if they were sure, because we've already got a lot of Fire Emblem, and they were just like, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it is true that, like, Earthbound, it is a dead series. Again, like, we haven't gotten a game for it since Mother 3 on the GBA. Uh, <laughs> but Sakurai is weird. Sometimes. There's always that Sakurai wild card factor. Pit, technically, was a bit of a wild card. Duck Hunt mm. Dog, We Fit Trainer, uh, Piranha Plant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see him going, because, like, because we do try to get, he does seem to, seems like he likes to include some kind of, like, an older game character every time. And sure, GBA isn't really old at this point, but it is still a dead series. And mm -hmm. at a certain point, he's probably as just like, well, the NES characters I want to include are there. And then that said, we do know there are some that he still keeps an eye on. But that doesn't mean he, like, he could say, like, okay, Porky could be his compromise for an older game character. Or um, uh, just other characters that were only on, like, other Mario characters that were, haven't been seen in ages. Like, I don't know, fucking random Tatanga. Something weird like that. Mm. So, it, it's hard <laughs> to say. <laughs> It'd be out there as hell. Out there as all mm -hmm. hell. Nobody mm -hmm. would see Tatanga coming. No, no. Um, yeah, and, and I think that there's a precedent for for there to be legacy characters included. Um, you know, where where they're not necessarily as relevant as they used to be, but there's a respect in the community for them, like like the the rally for, for DixieCon, for instance. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. K. Rule. Yeah. Uh, arguably, you could have made an argument for a similar. 
similarly more to still that. than Dixie, yeah. Considering he hasn't been in the game since Mario Super Super Sluggers, <laughs> yeah, Mario Super Sluggers on the Wii was his last appearance, and before then, his last appearance was DK sixty four. So that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, I we'll see. Well, actually, I mean, he might have been on. I think he might have been on like King of Swing or something. Now that I think about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. King of Swing, Bongo Blast, I think, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the character's chances are not incredibly high, but I, th I think it's it might be a respectable number. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we thinking percentages? I'm feeling, taking everything into account, like, originally I was coming in feeling around in, like, the 30% range, but I'm coming down mm -hmm. from that. I'm coming down. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and slot in at about 21%, I feel like. I think it's, mm -hmm. that's the decent chance for him not too crazy i was thinking i was thinking around the same um like when we came into it i was thinking like 25 but taking trevor's argument into account which is valid i'll, I'll lower it a little bit i'm gonna say 19 percent. okay and for me i was starting this all from my perspective with uh 15 but taking into consideration everything that we've discussed here I would bump it up to a twenty percent. So I think we're all on the cord there. We do. We uh, we average out evenly to twenty percent. Very nice. Nice. Love when it's nice. a nice simple number like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, started off pretty well. Let's see where this goes past that. Because honestly, when it comes to like something like rate the chances, twenty percent I feel like is a respectable number. When you're talking mm -hmm. about the sheer vast amount of characters that could be added to a game like this, 20% is pretty fucking good, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But our mm. next character is one that I actually almost spoiled when discussing uh, my argument for Porky and old school retro characters. Because I threw out <laughs> the Tanga when I almost said, Wart! From Super oh. Mario Brothers 2, or as the Japanese know it, Super Mario Brothers USA. <laughs> uh, I very almost said war. I was like, wait, no, hold on. We're discussing him too. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, mm. Wart, I, his odds are not as good as Porky's, I think. Mm. Well, actually, he is a Mario character, though. He's so a he Mario character, and Sakurai did Piranha Plant. And if you're going to do Piranha Plant for Mario, that adds so many possibilities to the table. I mean, uh, okay. one thing to consider, we just got that re-release of Link's Awakening, and Wart is a character inside of Link's Awakening. Yeah. So Wart is more relevant than Porky as, as of like recent releases. I hate <laughs> that that's true. <laughs> I mean, the, the counter-argument <laughs> is that it's not technically Wart, but it's Wart. It's yeah. him. Mm -hmm. We all know it. <laughs> it's also... Link's Awakening is weird to me, because it's had two remakes, <clears throat> and now they're releasing its first remake onto NSO. It's like, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You Hold have on. Yeah. Version. This is so weird to me. Uh, <laughs> well, anywho, Wart, uh, he's the main villain for Mario 2, uh, although it's known as Doki Doki Panic. I think that's what it was called, right? Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Doki Doki mm -hmm. something. Not not the other 
not not the other one. We don't talk about the other one. Panic. It, it was Literature Club? That we don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it, okay? No. <laughs> We don't. But uh, Ward's kind of a weird guy because he's like this king of Dreamland or something. Not not Kirby's Dreamland. I realized after I said that. But it, it's it's a weird game because it's like takes place in dreams, and Wart is your villain for it. And when you fight Wart, he's spitting out bubbles, and he's allergic mm-hmm. to vegetables. And it's like I don't know mm-hmm. fully what you would do with him, but I do know that you can do something with him. You definitely can. You definitely can. Uh, the framework is there. Uh, again, it's a Mario character. If you've had Piranha Planet, you can make something out of him. Why not Wart, who's at least you know more of an established actual character? Um, naturally, you can pull from his games and probably be a little get a little weird with it too if you needed to. So, um, I think we we have proven again and again with Ultimate out as well. Um, Moveset viability is is applicable to just about anyone. Yeah, um, there are very few mm-hmm. characters that I. Uh, if somebody told me to make a move for, I would go like, I can't. Mm-hmm. And in War- and in Warch's case, I mean, you already have a very easy standard special. It's obviously going to be blowing bubbles. But... <laughs> um, and then you can involve the vegetable like machine nightmare crap from his. I mean that that be in the final smash. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You could, like, fly um, around on Pidgeot's uh, carpet for an upper side mm-hmm. special. Definitely. Um, that's a good idea. Uh, we should do a ward episode one day. I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, with Trevor. Break the pig cycle and go for a frog. Where'd he did? Uh, that was Chrono. He, he, he knows a frog. <laughs> True. True. <gasps> we move from pigs to <laughs> this is the natural progression of things. This is I evolution at its finest. Trevor evolves from Bob Boy Man to Froggy Man. Froggy Man. Yeah. Or, uh. Caro Caro Sewers Man. Yeah. Oh, in Tagalog. Palaka Man. Tadpole <laughs> Palaka, yeah. That, that has a ring to it. <laughs> Anywho. Uh,. I, Wart's opposition is not necessarily other retro characters or other characters in general, but it is other Mario characters. Mm. So, you know, we can say Mario's Nintendo's flagship trademark franchise, its likelihood of having a character in the next game is extremely high. Um, but only, who would that character be? The only right. time Mario has not had a new character in Smash was Brawl. The only time. Mm-hmm. Every other game has given us at least two <clears throat> new Mario characters. Minimum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like in this next game, is it going to be Ward or is it going to be Waluigi? Knowing Sakura, it'd probably be Ward. It's going <laughs> to be Captain Toad. Wait. Did you did you say that Brawl didn't introduce a new Mario character? Yes. Wario. Nope. Nope. Wario, he's at, it's, it's his own brand of WarioWare. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. C- counting by the emblems. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. fair point, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's Wart versus Waluigi, Gino, Paper Mario, Birdo, <laughs> the Tanga, 
Stanley, the Bugman, <laughs> the Golden uh, Diva, for, for, Foreman Spike, Captain yep. Syrup, Foreman Spike, Cranky Kong. <laughs> yeah, all of those guys wouldn't be within the emblem. <laughs> King Hippo. Yep, Honey Queen. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Mario Kart rider. Oh God! Yeah, Honey Queen beat out Waluigi one time. Watch it happen in Smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so that's that's the argument I, I would come into when considering Warp's chances. Mm. I think the primary one is assume we're probably going to be generous. We're probably going to get at least one newcomer in Mario and maybe a new Echo or maybe two newcomers um, that are that are full moveset. So is Warp viable enough um, to be included as one of those couple newcomers? I would probably, if, granted, I'm not making a list right now, but I would probably say he's in my top ten of potential Mario characters. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think I think like realistically, characters that were obviously above him um, on most people's list at least would be like Waluigi, uh, Paper Mario, Toad, Captain Toad, uh, King Boo, that crowd, Pauline maybe, Egad. I would yeah. champion for yeah. Egad. I will champion for so many characters. I will champion for Put him in Mario Kart! You said Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is going to add more characters to the DLC. Put in Egad! Please. I wish. <laughs> I wish. That would be uh, great. For, for how well Luigi's Mansion sells, they do not have a lot of crossover with the series. Um, Good point. Yeah. I mean, like the Mario Kart games, generally mm -hmm. speaking, don't pull from existing locations. Mm -hmm. There may be references, uh, winks and nods, but for the most part, they don't. That said, we do have two. We do have the Luigi's Mansion battle course, mm -hmm. and uh, the Luigi's Mansion course course. Yeah, and Yoshi's Island in the new DLC, which looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, I knew that'd be a very happy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, me some so, original Yoshi's uh, Island. Oh yeah, one of the best games ever. Mm. Um, Trevor, 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 can't you see that sometimes your words just hypnotize me? So, with that being said, what are your words on Warp? Well, looking at Warp himself, there's not really much movement to pull from. Yeah, he doesn't move a lot. Looking, hmm? he doesn't move a whole lot. Yeah, no, but looking at the whole land of subcom that land of dreams and everything that comes from it there's a whole lot of great things to pull out from there that i could definitely see Wart using in the smash bros arsenal that seems like a really good opportunity to make a fun character you got the phantoms you got the jars that can like warp you from place to place you've got the uh doors that lead you to an alternate reality you've yeah. I mean, this is where Shy Guys came from. It you is. can add Shy Guys into this. It, I mean, they That's you true. got whales you can pull from. There's whales in Chapter 4. <laughs> Not that I see that happening, but like there, there's so many wild dream things that can be pulled from Subcon for a worst moveset that I, I just feel like there's so much more that could be viable to make a character from work yeah. than mm -hmm. a lot of the choices. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, 
He's not a choice that I think would be an obvious one for most people. But honestly, when you think about it, he's not a bad choice for Mario because he would he'd be a great way to also rep, like I mentioned with Porky, retro games. I would love it. I mean, just Bowser's not the only bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We the, Smash does have a. It lacks in villains and it lacks in female characters. They ultimate helped with both of those aspects, but it, it, like. At a certain point, you're out of heroes. Oh, yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, you can help that by putting in some villains. Totally. Mm. Totally. Um, percentages, then. How percentages are Percentages for wart. Um, I, I feel like it could be roughly in the same general area as Porky, just for different reasons. <clears throat> but I am going to go lower. I'm going to go with... 16%. That's fair. I'm feeling good after this conversation. I know it's just a shot in the dark, and there's a lot of Mario characters that are going to hold the same percentage stance as him, but I'm going to say 20. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to also say 16 on this. I Well, I feel it's very viable for this character. I just don't see it as likely as Porky. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And yet, he still ends up at 17.3%. So, roughly the same. When I look at Wart, I have always thought of the number 17.3, so it makes sense. Sure. Totally. First thing that comes to mind. All right. Yeah. So, let's. we talked about two characters that were all kind of like, oof, we don't know for various reasons. Let's talk about something that is both easier and yet even more complicated. Mm. Miles Tails Prower. Here's the thing with tails. Of any of the of, of any of the existing third-party franchises that have a character in Smash, Sonic, I think, is the most likely to get a non-echo after Sephiroth, because I always forget that that fucking happened uh, <laughs> for a second fighter. I, I feel mm-hmm. I feel I feel pretty strongly about it. Like I, I've I said before that like I'd prefer to have more third parties represented than just like one franchise getting more characters but if any of them does it feels like sonic is the next up it feels like sonic yeah the only problem is which do you do sonic do you do knuckles do you do shadow or do you do dr eggman it's one of those four i don't see any other option being as likely as any of them and it's hard to say which of them Shadow would make a very easy echo. Technically, Shadow Tails or Knuckles could be echoes. All three of them could be, depending mm-hmm. on what they want to do. Eggman is the only one that can't really be echoed. Say like you ha- you have Tails, who's the original number two, and I personally, of those three, of those four, I think I've I think I've previously said that Eggman is the best one. I don't. Know. I think I've said that at one point, but it's, it's something you can easily go back and forth on between the different options. But I, I feel like Tails. Might have the best chance if we're not looking at echoes. If it's echoes, it's gonna be shadow probably. But I think I think tails just because he's original number two, and he has more different variety to pull from than what Knuckles has or what Shadow has with his various inventions. Mm. And it looks like Jonathan's speared. Um, uh, but yeah, I would. 
I would agree that Shadow seems maybe more viable as an Echo than like Tails, but the first thing that popped in my mind immediately when you mentioned Tails was uh, how he was represented in Sonic Adventure Battle 2 on the GameCube. Mm. Um, where he has his mech robot suit with him, and he's present in all of the mech battle stages. Um, I, I could maybe see that as something that, to set him apart from Sonic's movement and playset. There's an argument to be made that maybe you could throw E-102 Gamma or something else in as a viable mech rep representative from Sonic, but I guess we're not talking about E-102 Gamma. We're talking <laughs> about Tails. Yeah. And I mean, I figured I if Eggman got in, he could be in a mech, potentially. Considering, that's the, <laughs> considering it's the majority of his appearances are him in some kind of mech. <laughs> Fair enough. Hello. Welcome back. I don't know Just how much of that you caught, but... Enough. Like the last three words. Um, We're good on the layout, though, like that didn't mess up anything behind the scenes too much uh you're fine now but it was flipping around a bit <laughs> when you were trying to get back in great oh well um another reason to watch our audio visual um capabilities on on um youtube we, we can watch the live. menagerie we do it live that's for sure uh no, I, I mean, I have my own thoughts on Tails anyway. Um, I, I think we were probably fairly well aligned and that um, he's a very likely character when you consider Sonic as a franchise. And I, and I think considering Sonic in the grand scheme of the third-party um, series, it's, it's the natural evolution from, you know, after the crazy Sephiroth reveal um, going into Sonic because it's, it's such a massively popular series. Yeah. Um, you know, you would suspect that Sonic... Uh, I don't know, or maybe like Mega Man would be would be the next. Probably Sonic though. Mega Man's um, a hard just because of like the different Mega Men. Like mm -hmm. if you go with the second Mega Man character, you're probably going with Zero, <clears throat> most likely. Yeah, because uh, either that or another a second character named Mega Man. It's like all right, yeah. that's gonna be confusing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So I I think that Tails. Knuckles, Shadow, Eggman, and E-102 Gamma are one of our, are amongst our top choices here. Uh, <laughs> of them all, only Eggman could actually be an Echo of Sonic. However, I do find that Tails would be a viable semi-clone. No, I mean tail, uh, Tails. Um, he's an inventor, so you could. I think I heard something about a mech. You could theoretically pull in like a Sonic Adventure Two battle mech somewhere in there. Um, could be a Final Smash. Yeah, and his airplane. I mean, natural entrance animation, maybe Final Smash potential as well. Um, run, just hopping around in his little with his little uh, tail spin for his jump would feel good. Yeah. Um, the up mm -hmm. has to be the tail spin. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, the Tails doll can be incorporated in some way. My mm. OC, uh, Mega Tails Dark Z, can yeah. also be included as an alternate costume. That does uh, sound like a Sonic OC. Yeah. Why Sonic is Sonic is really of all franchises have the most edgy OCs? Why? Of all franchises, why is it Sonic? 
Shadow really opened the door for them, I guess. It existed before Shadow! <laughs> also Shadow true. was the result of everybody's guns. edgy OCs! He's got guns! Yeah, and he also fights an organization called Gun. They it's really captured spirit, spirit of America. In hey, you know, <laughs> at least we'll finally get to see Shadow in the next Sonic movie. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, no, the, yeah, because yeah. he was in the mm-hmm. he was in the post. Well, he wasn't in the post credit scene. I, no, I think they did. They did show him. He just wasn't like awake or something. Was mm-hmm. in a pod. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. They go in there already. Yeah, in Shadow cool. would be, I think, the most natural Echo choice. I mean, he's he's a hedgehog. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, and it's just, same uh, character model, just uh, slightly tweak it. Mm-hmm. Toss some artillery on him. Give him, give him the gun. Just kidding. And for a theater special, he uses a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Give Joker. him some sort of rocket. Thank give you. it. Give him chaos control, and you're good. Um, but yeah, ta- tails I think has fairly fairly strong chances. Mm. Um, and yeah, he is fighting the other Sonic characters. I. Th- think if they were going to go for one of them though it's him or eggman um tails or eggman cool. you mean yeah tails or eggman and unless they specifically wanted an echo in which case i think it's shadow um knuckles i think is just below the three of them because eggman comes as, as the de facto villain uh is so different from sonic and has all this other stuff up his sleeve uh tails though i mean he came in as sonic's number two um, lulled for a bit when Shadow was first introduced and is now coming back into the forefront as, as Sonic's primary secondary face. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think taking that into account, there's enough of an argument there that, that Tails is the Luigi to, to Sonic's Mario. Oh, he is. That, yeah, yeah. I, I think that he's the most likely amongst the Sonic characters. Um, it, it's funny, you were mentioning it. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, Knuckles is kind of second best to all three of the other options. He's the yep. second best in terms of like being his own like unique character along, or alongside Tails. He's the second best in terms of like echo potential next to uh fucking Shadow. And he's the second best in terms of like villainousness. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, he mm-hmm. is he wasn't starting good with mm-hmm. that command. It, it's kind of an odd to think about that with Buckles. Like, wow, you're second best three times over. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I yeah. would feel like shit. Personally. It's 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 foretelling. I mean, that's why Idris Elba um, himself fell out of the running for James Bond. I'm second best to somebody else. <laughs> he was no. second best to Thanos in Infinity War. What? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to percentages <laughs> for tales. Uh. Like it, it's like I've mentioned, it's it's a difficult one to to judge tales because third party <laughs> franchise, and while that third party franchise could absolutely get another character, there are multiple options. So like I feel like there's a wide window here of of numbers for tales. Like I feel like it's anywhere from sixty to eighty percent. It's somewhere in that range. Where I don't know. Part of me just says split the difference, go with a nice safe seventy percent, and fuck it, I'm gonna do it. There, cool. Uh, I'm gonna say like 65. Same mm. reasons. I just uh, wonder on the if we're gonna get a second character for potentially any third party series in the next match. Fair. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to say 60 just because fact everything brought up. I do think Shadow would be a more likely character to be brought in, especially with the hype behind Sonic the movie 3. That's fair. Um, that is fair. Yeah. That's exactly why we're going to get Foreman Spike as well, since he's going to be in the Super Mario Bros. movie. Absolutely. True. Yep. <laughs> Can't wait. Good guy. He gave him a one-star review on their website, too. Oh, yeah. Probably would. Mm-hmm. No, he did. SuperMarioBrosPlumbing.com. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even looked at the <laughs> site. It's like, I'm going to go see the movie. I don't need to look at their website. It's fairly entertaining. Um, it, it, movies, it movies having their own websites, by the way, is such an outdated early 2000s thing. It's like, what well, is happening? Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They made the site purposefully outdated. <laughs> Just to show how bad the Mario Bros are at making their own uh, website. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, it's be- is it better than a GeoCity site, though? Yeah. Con- congratulations. Yeah. They, they've, <laughs> they've overdone it. Miyamoto's checking out the website right now. I think this is a little too high tech. <laughs> I mean, he has right. me on the other line. Anyway, about the next Paper Mario. Any okay? Anyways, we we we've probably peaked in terms of rate the chance we're talking about tails. So let's start uh, going back down that hill to a character with uh, less chances uh, to somebody's chagrin because we're going to be talking about Ranulf, <laughs> a Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, and probably everybody's just things like, oh. Fire Emblem! We don't need another one! It's like, listen, I hear you. I do. We've talked about this, though. Here's the thing with Randolph. He doesn't use a sword. He doesn't use a lance. Or an axe. Or a dagger. Or a bow. Or even a healing staff. Or a tome. What does he do? Well, this bitch is a cat, so he got claws. (laughs) He can turn from a human form to a cat form. And he feeds a cat. Don't you want to play as a cat? We need everybody. The Sonic fans here. It's like, okay, let's get Tails and Ranulf in. Double campaign it. They'll they'll lead us to victory on this. Yes. (laughs) That said, I don't think his chances are good. Uh, No, no. no. Like he he'd be the most unique firm character we have so far. Uh, and I can't deny you, it would be nice to have, like, a character that actually transforms. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. but, first of all, if we're gonna get another character from the Tellius games, it's probably Micaiah, or it's a Black Knight oh, yeah. Echo of Ike. But if we're gonna get another Fireman character, it's a Leer. Which, after playing Engage, wouldn't be the worst thing if they made her, made them a summoning character. But, but it yeah, depends it, on the emblem. They gotta they be a summoning character. Yeah. Don't just be Marth again. And don't just use Marth. We have we have Marth, and Girl Marth, and Red Marth, and Dad Marth already. We don't need more Marths. No. I don't know. That's only five Marths. I said four. <laughs> five with only six Marths. Oh, you're right. Buff Marth. I forgot about Buff Marth. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then there's magic wizard... electrical sword. Yeah, wizard yeah, I was gonna say wizard Marth, and then there's uh, uh, dragon Marth. I was trying to figure out a dumb joke where about how corn doesn't wear shoes, but I just came to foot loose and it's like, wait, no, that's that doesn't work. Dragon, and there's and there's teacher Marth as well. Yeah, there's teacher Marth. Oh God. <laughs> no, but 
there are four legitimate um, Mars, builds yeah. of the same moveset, which is the issue. And Alir could very easily fall into that same territory based mm -hmm. on like just how his game works. It's not anything about like Smash doing a bad job with translating characters. It's just because like, his game, much like Lucina, Alir is based a lot around Marth's character. It's a trap, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although Engage also um, puts the spotlight back on Lords from the other game, so you could mm -hmm. theoretically use that as a bastion to say, oh, now everyone knows about Leaf. Yeah. Okay. He could do um, Sigurd's charging attack for a side. He could do Silica's warp for an up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in theory, it would be cool. But, um, yeah, and, and again, just as a, as a quick dresser on one of our most common topics, Fire Emblem is quickly becoming one of Nintendo's flagship franchises. Uh, among the top selling, the most popular heroes is the only mobile game that they have that consistently does well um, and succeeds at what does and isn't can and isn't canned. It and Mario um, Kart Tour are the only two still alive. Everything else has died. Mm -hmm. Well, if you count, mm -hmm. actually, well, Pikmin Bloom is still up actually, and if you count Pokemon yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. But even that, I think Fire Emblem Heroes is legitimately statistically Third. the best. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Best performing that is. Um, so there is room for Fire Emblem to have a comparable number of characters, in my opinion, to Mario and Pokemon. And Zelda. Um, and Zelda. Well, Zelda, that's a whole other wow. conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zelda should have yeah. those numbers. Um, we had a whole on-topic episode about that. You should listen to it. Yeah, With Jake one. and Kellen, no less. Um, Who? <laughs> you know, the guy that loves Skyward Sword. Uh, yeah, so the, the argument is more so Fire Emblem has so many different unique weapon types. Um, why don't you pull from it with your characters? Yeah. Uh, Ranulf would be a unique weapon type. He is a Laguz. It would be cool to have a transforming character in, from Fire Emblem. It's, it's, you know, you have Manakeets, you have Laguz, you have, uh, Pan from Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, different variations of this transforming trope over time. Uh, I'll give Randall this. He's probably the third most likely after the Black Knight of Micaiah to be included, or maybe maybe Soth as well. No, I would say he's third. I mean, Him if you if you want to make a group of possible characters from the Tellius games in an unranked list, Micaiah, Black mm -hmm. Knight, Alencia, Randolph, Soth, Tabarn. Mm-hmm. Devton. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, you know, realistically speaking, the chances are almost none. There there is not really room for it because because Fire Emblem unfortunately exists on a promotional plane for, for Sakurai or Nintendo. Uh ever since Melee, I mean uh Roy's game wasn't even out when he was included in Melee. That said, I think <laughs> it was supposed to be out, but it got delayed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so Same thing happened Roy... with the Woldy World stage. It was, Ghost yeah. of Willy World wasn't out yet. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I mean, at, at the very least, Roy, Corin, and Byleth were all strictly promotional characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, chances are it's a Leer. And if it's not a Leer, it's another Lord. It's, it's not... whoever is in the newest game by then. Mm -hmm. It could be a lot for the next match. We don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not... I think best case scenario for Fire Emblem is we get a remake of uh, one of these games that we're talking about, and then suddenly 
Sigurd or Micaiah or somebody is our most likely chance for for because of the most recent recent Lord again. Reinhardt. Uh, yeah. Uh, the heroes community he, would lose their shit. Reinhardt is the original he, Fire Emblem Heroes meme. <laughs> Him and that bald guy. <laughs> Reese, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, my I I, I um the character is good, but again, it's it's an important main character to one game, and and he's not the lord. He's not the lord. So right. he's Lord of Chances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is the you know looking at engage or uh, or three houses. He's he's like the Diamant or the Alfred to yeah. Alir. Or one, he's one, like of the, one of the six characters that's actually in the cutscenes. Although Path of Radiance did a pretty good job with their characters. <laughs> Meg! All the, all the glory days. Even Meg has more character has more character growth than, say, Jade. <laughs> and Cage. So, uh-huh. And I'm a writer. I should like that character. Eh. Anywho. Uh, She's too dry. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Oh, I'll, uh, hello. I talk yep. like this. Yep. There's just yep. not much going yep. on. No, there's not. There's not. Okay. Uh, I'll say like 5%. I was yeah. feeling 3. I, yeah. It's it's just like really low, but it is a Nintendo character. So yeah. at least there's that. Here's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. From all of my experience hearing about Marth Emblem from um, you guys from the years on the internet, um, the one thing I saw is that Jonathan had uh, Ranolf as his profile picture on all of these for a while. And the one thing that I can tell you is very unique about Ranolf is he's the first hat-type Fire Emblem character. Um, and because of that, I would give him a 10%, because that is very unique compared to Marth. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to wonder, I'm thinking if he actually is the first character to wear a hat. <laughs> I mean, Harden has a turban in the first game. So if you count a nah. turban as a hat, then it Harden wins already. And Joshua has a hat in Sacred Stones. So Randolph loses oh. the hat wars. But is it a hat that actually only... It's it's like a visor. He's the first one to wear a visor. He's the first one to wear a weird fucking hat. A hat yeah. that's not a hat. It's a bandana with flaps. Yep. Yep. Oh, he gets... That's called... Hats mean better. So they that's all... That's they would all be better, better than Marth 7. That does... He would be a better character than most of the Marth clones in Smash Brothers. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you're with 10% Thanks. then? Yep. All right, well, that's going to average out to 6% for our uh, good old cat boy. All right. If he was a coat, he might score better. But, you know, wrong game. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> he doesn't nope. know. That All is right. my character. Oh, my, is, my is, is, your character's a coat. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's an Aura. Mm. With, like, almost max height, because I want to feel good about myself. 
And it's Don't weird sometimes it. I'll look at some characters and be like, I am towering over you. This is odd. But <laughs> fuck it. Alright, our final rate their chances care tonight. And quite possibly our weirdest. Yeah. You're going there. It's Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Yes. <laughs> you may have noticed we had a theme tonight. They're all animals. There's a reason for that, wow. which you can tell by the title of the video or audio, whatever wherever you're watching this. Hello, RSS audio listeners once again. I don't know if you guys listen to the Smash Dash or you just listen to the Smash Dopias, but hi. Yeah. Oh, they listen to a good sprint. That's actually impressive. Honestly. I'll, I'll send you the number after the numbers after this, yeah. I'm curious, truly. So Tyler Tass, mm -hmm. Mini and Tiger, uh, we had the two of them laughing about it. That's because this is a community meme for us. It goes all the way back to our SSB Mercurios days. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, the past still wants us back in 2002 as Jono jumps in bush with you. <laughs> 16 years ago. God. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, boy. Old people. Old Man. People. Oh, God. So, Ty, he did get a get, he did get remakes uh, in the past couple years. I, mm -hmm. I'm at least the first game. I don't know if his other games are because I don't know the first game did. But this is a Tasmanian Tiger on. boy um, from Australia. He uses boomerangs for his weapons. And he has got different kinds of boomerangs that, like, have fire, frost, electricity, uh, other weird shit. He, he's like he's like Crash Bandicoot, but he throws boomerangs instead of spins himself around. Mm-hmm. That's what really all I know yeah. about. about Smash through sky. Smash skiff do fly through sky. Ty was a character who came around in the early 2000s where we just saw, unlike uh, a little later on, I feel like platformers who came a little, uh, before the indie era really kicked in were fewer and further between. Um, and so we really had, so there were, but back in the early 2000s, you know, this was still the heyday yeah. of the origins of 3D gaming. PS2. We were coming in. Mm-hmm. People wanted to be Mario and Sonic and Kingdom Hearts and it's, Jack and Daxter and it's Blast wild how many 3D platformers we got, especially on the on PlayStation back then. And the vast majority of them were animal people. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You got you got Spyro, who can't not animal people, he's still animal. You got Crash Bandicoot, you got Tasmanian Tiger, you got Sly Cooper. Uh, and then more on the human side of things. There's Ratchet and Clank. There's Jack and Daxter. So many. It's wild. And now mm -hmm, they're all mm -hmm. gone for the most part. Mm -hmm. And yet Ty remains. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, yeah. we got the Crash and Spyro remakes too. But Ty's mm -hmm, last like mm -hmm. new new game was actually just on PC. 2013. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it came to Steam uh, in 2015, so. Yeah. Not too long ago. Out of the Eight years. God. <laughs> um, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Which is wild, because apparently all three of his uh, other games, his first three games, were all on PS2. And then it's mm -hmm. fucking eight <clears throat> years later, a PC game. It's like, goddamn. There, there was a clamoring for it, apparently. People, and it was fucking... Really 
and he was a originally an Activision game character. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What is with mm-hmm. Activision? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I would say that Ty... EA Games? <laughs> it, lo- it looks like... Because they originally... Chrome Studios made it. But then it looks like EA Games like helped with the first one or maybe they maybe they were part of the games but then by the third one they were part of uh activision what the hell my goodness getting shopped around next thing you know it's gonna be bought by nintendo i mean that's what happened to spyro he got shopped around to hell yeah it's, it's that's true i would say that ty was like toward like at the top of the heap of like the b rank platforming characters you know like he wasn't quite mario and crash but he was well regarded for a long time <laughs> Um, and there was a certain character, uh, character in our forums from back in the day in the Mercurius days who loved Ty, the Tasmanian tiger. Good old and, James. And, and did not necessarily, um, speak with the same acumen that we do. Um, so came up with a number of in-joke memes amongst our community that we still use today. Uh, I want to jump in bush with you, followed up with, sorry, I am Australian, you know? <laughs> Smash gift fly through sky. It's why the I have past a still meme. wants me. Yes, the past still wants me. And you beauty. I want to jump in bush with you. Um which has been adapted to hell and back over the years, including on this podcast. And also a fun quick fun fact is that Lister had me tribute James and on the Smashtopia wiki in the last year. So I actually created a tie the Tasmanian Tiger moveset. And two separate tie-themed stages. One of which was the Smash Skiff. From the Subspace Emissary, flying through, like, the Outback with tie characters. So, and that's my ties, or it was for a time, ties actual home stage on the Smashtopia Wiki. Until Lister begged me to make an actual canonical tie stage. I did. Uh-huh. And then, and, then, and then I made that be the home stage for the Primid. I stole it from you. <laughs> I don't remember if I told you that, but yeah, it's now Primid's home stage because I made a Primid move set. Incredible. And <laughs> um, yeah, and Primids appear on the stage, and it just so happens to be in the Australian Outback. Yeah. <laughs> Go check that out. Um, Ty, I mean, Less than Ranulf? <laughs> I mean, where were we going to go with this? <laughs> this is one of those instances. You can't say something 0% because that's not the way the game goes. You can't do 0, you can't do 100, but I don't think Ty is more than like 2%. Trevor? Well, considering that uh, Ty is a Tasmanian tiger and those are extinct, let's go with the nice healthy zero you can't so a one. Oh, okay one i'm also going with the one average is out to a 1.5 so no it doesn't <laughs> you can't oh. have a 0.5 when you have three numbers that you're adding together that's right wow <laughs> so these numbers the steps that are all about how i expected uh tails is the only one with a high score Ty gets a no score. <laughs> what was Tails' number again? 65. Tails oh, is actually, uh, of this season's characters, number three. 
of course, mm. all, across all of our rates of chances this season. If you look at last mm. season, and include these the top three for the season combined, he's in the top ten, but he's definitely lower than the top three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with that, I think we can go ahead and move on from rate their chances. We can move on to what is supposed to be the main feature of the episode. Uh, it's time for Smasher Dash. You know the drill. We'll pit uh, two characters against each other. We'll discuss their merits, talk a little bit about who they are, what they are, and we'll choose, you know, which one we will put in the Smash and which one's hopes we would dash. Except, doing things a little bit differently. Uh, every now and then, we like to mix it up, and instead of having two matchups of two characters each, we have a Battle Royale. And we decided to do a Battle Royale today because, you know, Trevor, we have a particular theme with you, right? It's all about pigs. So we have picked out four Nintendo pigs to put in a Battle Royale where we will debate all four and choose which two we would put into Smash if we had to. So. Oh, yeah. Let's get it done. We usually discuss... Who's going to do the intro for which character ahead of time? But we are in a rush, and we didn't do that. So I'm just going to start it off right here, right now. Jono, give us the opening pitch on Pigma Dengar. Oh, buddy. Pigma Dengar is one bad motherfucker. By that, I mean he's a bad guy. He's kind of crazy and unlikable. Like, like me. who likes Pigma? Yeah. <laughs> When you when you get there, I mean, a few a few fires later, I think that you you guys are fairly similar. Uh, Pigma it was an ex Star Wolf mercenary who uh, worked with who who conceded with Andros behind uh, their back to kill James McCloud. So you mean an ex Star Fox member then? No, yeah, Star Wolf. But you said an ex Star Wolf member. Who worked oh. behind who worked behind Jesus' back? It's like, mm-hmm. 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 he was both. He was both. He was he was Star Fox and Star Wolf for a time. Uh, should have mentioned that, but yeah, he did. He did. Um, he's responsible for Fox's dad's death, and um, even though Andros is the primary antagonist of of the Star Fox series, Pigma is a little more personal. Uh, somewhere along the way, he becomes. Uh, infected by the Aperoid Queen and Star Fox Assault, and that's a whole new monster that you have to fight, um, and then ultimately dies at the, at the hands of Fox. But he comes back in command. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is non-canon, thank God. <laughs> Although I think it's supposed to be like, I think, no, yeah, yeah, it's like something survived the Pigma. And you have to fight him and commit in multiple of the different timelines. It's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. a cube now. It's weird. I vaguely remember that. I certainly yeah. didn't when you brought it up. Yeah. But that's, that's messily enough, that is Pigma. He's, he's, a, he's a bad man. He's was a bad a man. All right. From outer space. Turbo. Yo, yo. Give me the pitch on Whizpig, if you know who that is. The pitch on Whizpig. Whizpig, if I remember, is the primary antagonist of Diddy Kong Racing on Nintendo 64. (laughs) (laughs) So, as far as what he 
does not really a whole lot that goes on like there's other bosses that you race and then eventually once you get enough golden balloons and time trial pieces and keys you finally challenge him on races through courses to beat him I guess restore peace to wherever Diddy Kong racing takes place because it's it, it's kind of an island thing but it's got a lot going on um I, I, yeah yeah Wispig, i i will add it's it's timbers um, island which is a neighbor of donkey kong island mm-hmm. so Wispig mm. like travels like he he is a racing he's from god, another planet yeah he, he conquered his planet, planet because he was bored yeah <laughs> and and if he wins against diddy kong in a race and his and his friends then he will conquer that donkey kong planet and destroy it yeah, it's basically the story. <laughs> Races are not a way to distribute power. But Tell that why? I mean, it's happened in Diddy Kong Racing, and then it happened in uh, all of the Crash Bandicoot Racing games. It's like, yeah, an alien comes down. It's like, who's your best racer? Uh, we don't really do that much, but I'll say me. Cool. If you lose to me, your planet is mine. What? Who's they your did best racer? In the sequel. It's like, what? <laughs> Who is it? Real or fake Dingo Dial? <laughs> Real or fake Rilla Roo? Oh, yeah. Real <laughs> or the item box crate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what's big. Uh, yeah. Let's go with me. I'm going to give you all a primer on... Midbus. Midbus oh, yeah. is another big old pig, as you can imagine. Uh, he only appears in Mario Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, and he's meant to be Bowser's counter because in that game, Bowser is who is one of the characters that you control. He's a playable character, and that's who you fight as on the map's overworld while Mario and Luigi are inside of Bowser. I thought that was a rule about this. Mm, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, in Midbus, is supposed to be, like, Bowser's... He, you fight him multiple times. Uh, he's supposed to be, like... He's got Bowser physicality. That's who. That's really what they're going up against. He's <clears throat> he's Fawful's minion. Because this is the game where Fawful is the main antagonist instead of being the minion that he was in Superstar Saga. Uh, in Midbus, he's got, you know, generally, like, your basic... Punches. Physical-type stuff. But then later on in the game, he gets a little transformation and he becomes Blizzard Midbus and he gets ice powers alongside of uh, everything else he can do. Yeah. He, he can inhale people too, can he? Or was that just Bowser? Uh, he probably can. I, I feel like he can. Okay. It's been a long time since I played Bowser's Inside the Story. Okay. But it seems Fair. probable. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Jono, tell us about our final character here. Embor. Oh, okay. Embor is a pig. Surprise, surprise. He's a bipedal Pokemon evolution. Surprise, surprise. Brahma, he is the final form of Tepig, um, Gen 4 starter, and is surround... He has... What, how would you describe his this design? Like, kind of Chinese. grappler-esque? Uh, yeah, there, Journey to no the West esque. Yeah, there, there, there are some 
obvious like Asian but yeah he's like he's like a sumo wrestler type mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he is a he is a sumo boar who has fire techniques and does things as a pokemon helps you become the champion of your region and more if you choose him mm-hmm. if you want to choose i don't think i did third firefighting starter in a row Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What I I'm I chose Turchwig, I'm pretty sure. Turchwig is Gen 4, sir. Yeah. Wasn't this this Gen 4? This is Gen 5. Oh, sir. it's Gen 5. Oh, I chose um fucking uh Smugleaf. Good choice. I chose us uh, uh 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 what is he called? Oshawott. Mm. Yeah, he has the little, the little shell. He's yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Oshawott, definitely. Oshawott. <laughs> I wanna... The funny thing is, I originally hated his design because I thought he, was, I thought the show was stupid, and then I saw the anime episode where it's like, oh, it's a, it's a weapon. Oh, that makes it infinitely cool and just a, a shell on his belly. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. with this now because I thought, it was, I thought it was just like he's got a shell on his belly. It's like that's dumb as fuck. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That shell. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Let's get into things here. So we got four characters. Some of them have more tools than others. Uh, we have two that are effectively racers, if you want to think about it the way, or like they're vehicle drivers. Pigma, uh, much like Fox, Falco, Wolf, not really seen outside of the R Wing. I mean, they all were, except for. But Fox and Falco, and I think Wolf is also playable in the multiplayer for Assault. They can be, uh, they also have some, like, out-of-vehicle combat. But, um, Pigma has never been seen on the side of the vehicle, but that's not really a problem because Fox is in Smash 64, so who the hell cares about that? Captain Falcon, another good example of that. But then, what they would do with him for, for fighting is a big old question mark for me. Uh... I don't know. Like, you could do another variation of their three <laughs> shared special moves. But I don't know how to make it further interesting for a character like Pigma. For, like, a character like Slippy, I can imagine how you could make... Have him do, like, a twist on their typical moves. That's to make it interesting. Pigma, I have a harder time thinking about that for. Whizpig, mm-hmm. I mean, he could... There's three different vehicles in Diddy Kong Racing that he could use between the uh, left-handed cart, the hovercraft, and the uh, the airplane. And beyond that, you know, he has his magic uh, that he can do things with. I'm, he probably has a teleport. He has a hypnosis because that's how he gets the other bosses under his control. He hypnotizes them to race for him. Uh, and we don't really know, like, what else he can do, but they could just make up some other magic shit. Midbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a ground pound attack. He's got his blizzard transformation. Uh, he can swing around um, uh, wrecking balls, uh, do spinning attacks. Uh, massive uppercut. Apparently, it's one of the things he can do. Uh, breathe out ice, as mentioned. And then Embor. He's a Pokemon, so, you know, that's... There's a lot to pull from right there. Pokemon's pretty easy to come up with stuff for. He's mm-hmm. a firefighting type. He's got things like Arm Thrust, Hammer Arm, uh, Ember, Flame Charge. That's his signature move. Heat Crash. There's Flare Blitz. There's Assurance. Rollout. There's a lot to pull from for that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was the signature move? Uh, uh, 
heat crash. Got it. It's Got it. it's basically guess... uh like especially a flaming ground pound, uh, and it deals more damage based on the user's weight versus the opponent's weight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Embor's a pretty meaty guy, so. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, fire punch is also a pretty particular move for Embor back in the day, at least during Gen Five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. We have a swath of characters here. Uh, funnily enough, like besides Embor being a Pokemon and just being most known for being a Pokemon, Embor I think... doesn't learn fire punch. Yeah, interesting. Uh, because in the trivia on the on the same page that we're looking at, it says, "Oh yeah, he knows a move called Fire Punch." And it's like, "What? Oh right, it says it says this in in the Pokedex, even though it doesn't know how." What the hell? Yeah, that's that that's so a thing strange. that Pokemon likes to do. Nice, wonderful. Uh, besides just Embor being the most well known, just because he's a Pokemon, I think empirically speaking here, like the most important character out of all these characters is Pigma. And it's like, oh, we live in a universe where that's something. Oh, <laughs> wait, here we go. Imbor can only learn Fire Punch by Move Tutor. Mm-hmm. And that's only yeah, that's starting in Black and White 2. Yeah. Sakurai tosses Embor in there. He's like, yeah, do you know this trivia about Embor? Here's Fire Punch. You know this trivia about Embor? <laughs> Here's Yawn and Sing and Toxic. <laughs> And bulldoze. Oh my god. Oh my god. Embar is a cross between Captain Falcon and Jigglypuff. Yes. For the next echo of both of them. It's <laughs> canon now. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the mo- I think probably I, I don't know. I, I think there's something nostalgic and funny about Wizpig's design. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of particular towards Midbiss as well. Um I think that he has the most maybe immediately unique like Wispig, you'd have to figure something out yeah yeah um i mean hit, Midbus, i mean yeah. some something with vehicles and then a hypnosis attack maybe it uh, you could do an easy teleport uh but then mm-hmm. beyond that mid or Wispig is uh a blank slate yeah he is a wizard pig so just pull from the wizard slate and toss it in there uh queue up on his like being a maniacal character, uh, make him make him a Punisher magician type character. It would be unique. It would be cool. Um, it's just that for the purpose of this conversation, it's hard to shop that move set. Um, Midbiss, at least. I mean, he has the rollout attack, the ice attack, the sucking attack. There's a lot of interesting stuff that's right there um, that to me makes him a standout right now in, in the early stages of this conversation. Pigma, I mean, he just kind of falls into the same trap that so many other Star Fox characters do. First of all, uh, speaking of four Marths, we have three foxes. Basically. I mean, Wolf does a better job. They, they did a better job with Falcon and Wolf as the, as the games went on. But ultimately, they, they are, they're all built off of the same idea. Um, mm. So, you know, and, and the argument goes, if you were to differentiate, say, Wolf further, you can give him weapons from Assault. Okay, great. Now Pigma's in. What the hell do you do to, you you know, you've now exhausted all your weapon types. What do you do? Besides giving him maybe like an Aperoid thing for his final smash, 
or turn him into a cube for his final smash if he really wanted. <laughs> um, it it it's uh, yeah, the soul of Pigma just didn't quite hit as well as the soul of Andros did on Venom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like I said earlier that you know, like there's very few characters comparatively compared to like the vast amount of video game characters in existence that I'd have a hard time coming up with ideas for. Pigma is one of those characters I would have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of the obvious thing I I think would be, um, you know, he has that he, his body type is he's like a lumbering pig dude. Um, have him be kind of like a lumbering character, like Wario, kind of aloof with the way that he fights, um, and very but still very deliberate. He has a very amusing you know? run animation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you run and you like flail into things and beat people up with your tiny little arms. You know, it'd be it'd really be something. He has like T Rex hands. Um just he just big pathetic. head and little arms. Just pathetic. He's one of very few Nintendo characters who truly you love to hate. Like a lot. <laughs> he is scum. He he is the um there's not many characters you can I can draw this back to. Um, so even though it's the franchise that you know, unfortunately, he is the Wormtail of the Star Fox series. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. And the Wormtail. But he, yep. <laughs> and but but he never turns. He never has a moment of realization. He is a piece of shit all the way through. And I think when you make this character in, in Smash, you just kind of play on that. And um, even if he's a clone of Fox or, or a pseudo clone or whatever. Uh, how you differentiate him is you make him crazy with his attacks. You, you make him uh, blast a little harder, ha- have some sort of crazier gun that goes out in an array instead of in a stri- straight line. Thing, small things like that. His his fox illusion would be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he just rolls or something <laughs> all along the ground like in mud like a pig, you know? <laughs> I was thinking when we were trying to think of like the the first thing the very first move that came to mind for how to make things was like I don't know some kind of roll around attack that's all I got I got nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah or, or like and you can like, make him have like a these other three I could make yeah. something for these other three mm-hmm. Whizpick as we said you know he has less tools but I can make something work Midbus mm-hmm. has the tools not as many. But an Ambor can be very easily done. Pigma, I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, fucking how? Play into, just play into his his bad shit and, and make his, make him use more explosive weapons or something. I don't know. Uh, somebody made a moveset based off of his fight in Star Fox Assault where he was a giant aperoid possessed elude that's weird i mean you absolutely could try to pull something from that I don't, it's been a while since i've seen yeah. that fight but that would be a good way to pull some yeah. inspiration let's see uh, like they're they're making or like um uh, i don't know if like the different uh fucking mm-hmm. the, the 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 venom fighter spaceships i don't know if they have like they have like a kind of special like specific laser spread that their ships tend to use his gun could be yeah. based off of that mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, 
credit is for credits due, I guess, to William, the hero of Hyrule on DeviantArt. <laughs> Congratulations for Who, uh, saving Hyrule. Yep. Yeah. He, he uses Neo lasers, which is adapted into a, a gun, of course, with the standard special, but he, it, it shoots out spherical, like, electrical bolts instead of standard. Okay. Uh, the side special is him using a missile launcher from Assault. So it's like, okay, that's something that we talked about being a potential thing for any number of characters. Uh, up B is a, is a Neo-teleport from his Aperoid-possessed thing. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, oh, one of them leaves a black hole behind. Interesting. Uh, and another one is, is using the burning columns from his cube fight in command. Mm. Where he brings down the Neo Burner green light, like, right in front of him. Like Pikachu's thunder. Mm. Okay. And then in his final smash, he transforms into Aperoid Pigma. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Uh, so, uh, there's things to do. It, it may not be the most inspired just because of what you're working with. Um, I, I guess there's things to do. Uh, he's more viable than he was when I when we started this conversation, anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Embor, I just have trouble caring about because I'm like, really, because <laughs> it's another fire like, Pokemon, and we've already got Charizard a, yeah. and Incineroar. Yeah, and there's always fire there's all, there's, yeah, there's also the like in universe Pokemon fatigue. It's like, okay, so we have Blaziken. Firefighting started for Gen 3. We have Infinite. Firefighting started for Gen 4. We have Embor. Firefighting started for Gen 5. Honestly, like, I don't think Embor would be... I wouldn't say he's hated or detested, but I think he would be appreciated a lot more if he mm -hmm. wasn't the third firefighting starter in a row. He mm -hmm. would be appreciated mm -hmm. a lot more. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's not a bad design. Um, it's no. kind of cool actually. Um, but then, you know, I think about other fire fi fire characters. Like, if we had to have a fire... They could have gone, like, Pokemon. fire ground or fire rock for yeah. him. That would have been cooler. Mm -hmm. I would have been down for mm -hmm. that. His, his yeah. design would have to be, like, changed up a little bit. But I think it could have worked. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I actually quite like Delphox, which apparently not a lot of people do. I just want <laughs> the ear hair to be trimmed. Otherwise, I mm -hmm. like Del Fox, just the ear hairs. Like, all right, listen. <laughs> why Why do you have ear hairs sticking out a foot from your ears? That's just mm -hmm. weird. And mm -hmm. it looks like, and it's mm -hmm. stiff. It's so stiff. At least on Finnegan, it looks just like, you know, it looks like fur. But in Del yeah. Fox, it just looks like fucking horns sticking out your ears. Oh, I never ah. saw this with Pokemon Go, like, 3D design. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the three, 3D <laughs> models... A bad. lot of times they're, they're bad. bad for Pokemon. Mm -hmm. They're bad. Yeah, the 2D art is okay. It's whatever. But when you see that in 3D, it's not really amazing. Yeah. It looks like a Mario Brothers mustache is coming out of their ears. A Wario <laughs> mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's where I'm at with Embor. I mean, it's obvious that the the moveset capability is there. It's the most it's the most clear cut because it's Pokemon. Period. Yep. Mm. Um, it's just the question of do we really want it when Charizard and Incineroar are there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Wispig, I mean, for all intents and purposes, being the hardest one to maybe make a move set for. Ah, it or him or Pigma. Um, the design is just charming. You look at his goofy ass face. You're like, you really want to destroy the world? I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, if I look fun. like that, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it would be. It would be. It would be fun. I mean, again, just lean really hard into magic. Him being an alien. Uh, him running around totally demented across these courses when he's like 30 feet tall could easily be the final smash him just going um <laughs> so there's stuff to work with here um i have talked a lot but i am gonna cap it off by saying my leans in this discussion Don't, right da, 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 da. we haven't even heard from trevor oh <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So this conversation is Trevor. That's where I was going. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, here, my thoughts, as far as everybody goes, is like Midbus character. Maybe not a lot of people know, but has a great repertoire. I would say, like, yeah, I I think that has a good chance. Pigma. No, unless you're pulling from. Starfuck Assault, there's not really anything interesting enough to make a new character for. Embor, yeah, there's a ton to work with, but as you guys stated, it's one of many fire-slash-fighting types. Uh, we already got Incineroar, so other than representing another type of wrestling, there's not much new being brought to the table with that. Yeah. Whispig, however. <laughs> Whispig. <laughs> so hilarious seeing him cheese on all of this artwork. <laughs> but just He's so a weirdo, much for sure. To bring. <laughs> so much goofiness to bring to Smash. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Totally. It might be clear who which two. Uh, I would recommend. Okay. Interesting. And just for a quick primer on Wispig, there are movesets that exist on the internet. So for a quick rundown, really quick, uh, someone from the Super Smash Brothers fan in fandom wiki <laughs> made a uh, moveset that um, only has names on it. Oh. Uh, maybe it could give us a little bit of a of a of a quick rundown. The neutral special is called Whizpig Thunder Crush. Okay. The side special is called Whizpig Charge. So I'm assuming that's the Probably. thing. Probably. The up special is Whizpig Teleport. I'm disappointed in this. Yeah. You can. I mean, you teleport. Can clearly... He he does. He has seen the. We do know that one of the few things he can do is teleport. So. Mm -hmm. Also fair. Come on, steal Taj's um, carpet. No, Wart's taking Pidgeot's carpet. We already talked about that. Oh, yeah, we had good. Down special move is the Whizpig Energy Barrier. And the final smash is the Whizpig Blast Wave. There's also Boy. some fans on Reddit that are really interested in seeing Whizpig in the game. There's a whole one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
comments and four upvotes in this post from two years ago about it. So that's more than expected. Yeah. So there's there's there is an active community rallying around Wispig right now. Huh. I get it. Just just look at his smile. I mean, and he has those little like Heihachi hairs apparently on on his head. Mm. Yeah. If we're not going to get that Mishima in, then there you go. Oh my I like God, his teeth as well. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that was here. <laughs> and he's got a little like red cap of some kind on top of his head too. Like it it's looks like a little ridiculous. steel plate that's like bolted onto his forehead. Oh my that thing God. comes down from outer space and is like, I'm going to kill you all. This is what happens <laughs> yeah. when he, Heihachi dies and is reborn as Whizpig. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, oh my, my goodness. <laughs> Funny guy. Cursed. Cursed. No, that's in Star Fox Command 2. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All um, right, so at this point, we got traitorous flying through the sky, Pigma, who would basically just be like a more rough and tumble version of uh, the other space animals. Yeah. Uh, you could give him some kind of like laser gun based off of either like the Aperoid fighters or the Venom fighters. Give him some kind of like a charging attack. Give him like a, a headbutt. Um, mm-hmm. honestly, the, the final smash involving mm-hmm. Aperoid Pigma makes a lot of sense because the pitch I had in mind for it was Pigma just like doing a short charge headbutt a character into a cinematic. And then like the cinematic is less about Pigma attacking and more about an Aperoid infecting him. And he just goes out of control and just goes on a rampage against whoever the fighter was. Basically mm-hmm. with Pig, you had a magical racer alien who can teleport, who can hypnotize. In his final smash, I mean, he could grow big and stomp on people or race over them Relatable. or something. I don't I don't know, man. Midbest. I don't know what the blizzard would be part of his standard special or his standard moveset, or you make that be the final smash, like have him go with a blizzard transformation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But either way, you know, he's, he's going to be more of a, a brute, brutish fighter. He's meant to be, he he's Fawful's answer to trying to get to try and get Bowser to stop. And he's mm-hmm. kind of like a pig crossed with an armadillo, with crossed with a bull. He's like all three combined, which is interesting. Yeah. And then there's Ember. He punches. <clears throat> he's got fire. He's a Pokemon. It's pretty simple enough with him. Pokemon. Gotta get you my own. Gotta catch Pokemon. Except for the mythical Pokemon that they make unavailable to catch unless you go to the very specific events in Japan. Midbus? Mew is not under the truck. <laughs> no. Anywho. Okay. Uh, at this point, does anybody have anything else they want to talk about the characters before we get to our lanes and decisions. Pigma is one of very few characters in a video game, especially a Nintendo video game, that I've wanted to kill myself. Wow. I mean... Wow. There? 
yeah. insane. He's always yeah. bragging about how he killed Fox McCloud's father and how he wants to hear him scream like James McCloud too. So he's he's just like See really this is why really this is why I want a Star Fox prequel. Show me have James McCloud as the lead and get young Peppy, get young Pigma on there. Maybe have young General Pepper involved in the story. And then it all ends mm-hmm. with that betrayal. The, the, the game has to end with that betrayal. I, w- I want to see that. It'd be more interesting than a fucking another version of Star Fox 64 and the Lilat Wars. <laughs> it's what Star Fox yeah. Zero should have been based off of its name alone. Like, come on. Yeah? Fair. That's fair. Very much so. Uh, but that is that is my submitted final com- comments before the verdict. All right, let's get to it then. Uh, here's how this is going to work. We're going to start by going with one character at a time, uh, and we're going to just go around and say if we essentially if you're picking one of these four, which one are you picking? And then from there we'll kind of figure. Actually, should we do it that way? Or should we just say two names? Because I know we've done it as two names in the past. And we kind of see like what chaos comes out of it. Hmm. I feel like that's I what we should be what... doing. Okay, okay. I was gonna Cause... say I kind of liked what you're cooking up at first, but yeah. All right, so let's go with two names. We can maybe we could say no. We'll, we'll just say <clears throat> two right away. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, who are your two? Cool, cool. My two are Midbus and Whizpig. All right, Jono. Do I want to make this interesting? Hmm. How about I go My... next then? How about I go next? Yeah, you... I'm okay. going to go with okay. uh, Midbus. And shockingly, I didn't think I was going to go this direction. I thought I was going to go the Embor direction. I'm actually going to say Pigma for my second. Jo- oh. Jono, you going over that moveset that I forgot his name, that the person dug up on DeviantArt actually started brewing some ideas in my head. Mm. So I mm-hmm. went with Pigma for my second. Yeah. Okay, so we have Midbus and Wispig and Midbus and Pigma. Yep. Okay. Wispig and Pigma. Yeah. <laughs> I should not have I should not have gone next. I was gonna say, you really wanna leave that much power in Jonathan's hands? <laughs> no, I don't. Alright, so Embor is out of the discussion. I'm just gonna remove him from the graphic. Uh, he Goodbye. got no votes, <laughs> which is not strictly surprising. No. Uh, all right, so here's how we're going to do this now. We're going to say our number one. We're going to do that next and just cut this down easier. Uh, my number one is Midbis. My number one is also Midbis. Jono? Hmm... His number one is also Midbus, even though he didn't vote for him. Uh, Technically speaking, if we go by that logic, hmm. then we have already won with Midbus. <laughs> yeah, but we need to select two to move on. So it can't just be Midbus. <laughs> so, so Turbo in uh, the audience may have heard what you were just saying, but I did not because my headset cut out. So, okay. could you please repeat. Okay. Yeah, I, I said um, we technically need two characters move, to move on. So, even if I said Midbis to Troll right now, we would still need to pick another character. Yeah. 
So, so Midmus, by Tur- Turbo and I's decree, Midmus is moving on. He has survived. Mm-hmm. He is getting into Smash by our decree. So I guess now at this right. point we move on to the secondary characters. We might as well have Jono say of Pigma and Whizpig, which is his top pick. But I think that'd be less interesting to have him be the next one to speak. So Turbo, I think it's obvious who your number one between Pigma and Whizpig is. Yeah, I would say it's Whizpig. And I say it's Pigma. So now, Jono, we go back to you. Pigma or Whizpig? Uh... I'm feeling so testy and flirtatious with both of these pigmen. Oink, oink. So I am going to ask my co-workers here, um, why is Wizpig your number one choice, Trevor? Wizpig is my number one choice uh, a mix with a, for a mix of nostalgia Fair. and also just I I like the character more than I hate Pigma. Like I do hate Pigma, but I, I to a point where he'd be a good character just for to be awful. But yeah, yeah. With Pig, the sheer goofiness of the character, who, wanting to race people to try to take over the world. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, it's just so cartoonishly goofy that I, I, I love his character a bit more. Um, not that Pigma's like evil is any more grounded or oh, non insane. Yeah. 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 Um, but but I, I yeah. I'll take the one that tries to take over the world by racing people instead of the one who tries to take over the world by getting bread money to kill people. It's shockingly real, I think, uh, more so than even say Ridley. Uh, that's that's where, you know, where it becomes a little more human and personal, which is why I would like to kill Pigma, but he's already dead, at least in the non-command timeline. So, Lister, why is Pigma your number one choice of these two? So, it comes down to a couple reasons. One, uh, that user that you found on DeviantArt actually had a... It's, I don't... I would not take the whole moveset as it is, but it gave me a, a starting point to be like, okay, I could see where I could go with making a pick or moveset, whereas before you went into that, I had no fucking clue. So it started mm-hmm. coming up some ideas for me, and those ideas were, uh, even though while they are still based off of the other space animals, that the ideas were still more interesting to me than Wizpig, which is like, okay, you have to teleport, you got probably a charge four with a vehicle... You got a hypnosis move, it's basically like uh, Mewtwo's hypnosis or Jigglypuff Sing. Eh. And then I was just looking at the characters. Mm-hmm. Whizpig is, I mean, yeah, there's some goof to him, but there's not really much to him as far as, as like character perspective inside of Diddy Kong Racing. But Pigma, um, he's surprisingly important to the Star Fox series. Uh and in mm-hmm. a, with a mm-hmm. series where you really can't do the main antagonist, Andros, as a character, Pigma is kind of like your your next best. Because Wolf is more of an anti-hero than an antagonist. He's first introduced as an antagonist. But by the time of Assault, mm-hmm. you find out, oh, wow, yeah, no, he's actually not really a villain. He's not a good guy. But he's not, strictly speaking, a villain either. He, he's a bounty hunter, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's a scrupulous mm-hmm. bounty hunter, but he's a bounty hunter. And Pigma, right. I right. think by that nature, he's a little bit more interesting <clears throat> as a character. Because, yeah, he is 
he's a son of a bitch. He is. Just fall on out. That's what he is. Uh, and I think that'd be kind of interesting to see him just running around. You have a character... There are so few of the villains in Smash that are just, like, straight-up villains. Uh, I would say Ridley, obviously, and I'd say Sephiroth, obviously. Arguably King K. Rool? Arguably? But then... Oh, I guess in Gandorf. But then you have, like, Bowser, who's, like, half a villain on a mm-hmm. good day. And Pikmin mm-hmm. would be another big hit to the, like, no, nah, yeah, this guy's... This guy's fucked up. This guy's real mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas what's big is more in that Bowserous category that you're talking about. I wouldn't um, even put him there. He's he's yeah, just like yeah. there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I see that argument since he's less of a character and more of a device in Diddy Kong Racing. If, yeah, if you get it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, he is there for you to defeat and doesn't serve much more purpose. Uh, but it's it, it's a really funny design. It's um, from a hey, there's my friend. My dog just watched. Hello, Xander. Hey, Xander. Xander oh, Mobus? Yeah. Xander. Wow. That guy. The Smash yep. Brothers announcer is here with us. Holy shit. Absolutely. Better than from Fire Emblem. <laughs> I He's, a Xander. Actually. He's okay. <laughs> He's not yeah. bad. Yeah. He's more yeah. reasonable than Takumi. Oh, God. <laughs> I would choose I would choose Embor over Takumi. Yeah, <laughs> Takumi might be oh my, my least favorite of the Royals from Fates. He He's one of my least favorite Fire Emblem characters. Good lord. Uh, any, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I see both of your arguments. Pigma is the more substantial character. Wispig is the more fantastical. Like we don't necessarily see, um, just straight out. You have to innovate this character and slap him into Smash Brothers because it's a blank slate. That's interesting in itself. And you don't really see character design like Wispigs much anymore. It's it's so distinctly 1990s. Um, so this is charm there that, that I recognize. Um, again, uh, this is truly like a 51 to 49% ratio. And that's and why I, you're going with Embor. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no. No, I can't. I even I can't drag it on much longer if we have to involve Embor in this. Uh, I think we all knew pretty early on that they would be the first one out. Uh, this is becoming be whiz big, honestly. <laughs> I, I did too. This has become more of a spirit of discussion than I thought. Both Wizpig and Pigma have more potential. I I realize this now as character options than I did going in. I thought both of them. I was like, yeah, Pigma's going to be a clone, and Wizpig. I don't know what the hell we're going to do. You know, uh, Midbiss was always clearly the number one. I kind of just said Wispig and Pigment a troll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we know. We know. it brought up good, it brought up good conversation. It did. At the end of the day, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, I am really interested in seeing which of these no matter who's chosen, and and also including Midbus, if any of these characters have a chance in hell of making it far in the Tournament of Champions, that'll be a fun... That'll be a fun time. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I mean, who knows? They could get a really easy matchup. We don't know. We have no idea who's yeah. going to win future Smash Dashes this season. 
And it's also, mm-hmm. I mean, you you randomize the seating, which is how Tony Hunt got third third place in our last one. Yeah, so it anything's is. possible. Anything's possible. Um, and I would love for Wispig to show up and just trounce people because it's just so random. But my gut tells me Pigma. Mm. So I will be voting for Pigma. Which, to be completely frank, I did not think I would. Yeah. Going into this. I thought my vote's going to be Midbis and uh, Imbor, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, is it? It's just easy. It's like, all right, the Pokemon makes sense over these two fucking yahoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pigma um, really is the more interesting like character out of okay. most of these. Yeah. I think out of any of them, personally. I mean, he's the um, only one of these four with character, honestly. True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Midbiss is also, going back to the device argument, he's a foil to Bowser and, and not a whole lot else. Actually, nothing else, literally. Yeah. Looking at this speech blurb right here, uh, his great impactful dialogue is, you, no longer needed. Here, you taste defeat. <laughs> Just wait until he tells that to Quote and Curly when he wins against that in their matchup in the Tournament of Champions. Now you face hot <laughs> wrath. The hot wrath of my freezing blizzard attack. Here, your long journey ends. Very eloquent. You know, very... Very well-built character. There's so much to say about his internal struggles with uh, mm-hmm. defeating Bowser. Uh, ma, the clock strikes payback hour. Do plan two. To your posts. <laughs> Since it's for the week, my gosh! So yeah, we should have had the pig from Minecraft in this. I, I'm I'm really glad that you guys picked Pigma because I, I feel like now, just a reminder of like who Midbus is. We we don't need to poorly characterized pig characters. <laughs> <laughs> No, we already probably would characterize pig characters with Pigma Dingar. I mean, fuck. Porky Mitch. Fuck. <laughs> but, you know, who is a very well-realized pig character is Trevor. Turbo Taxer right here. Bad Boy oh, Man. I'm glad. Where's our Bad Boy Man assist trophy? That can happen. Write it down. That can happen. Write it down. He drops French fries. It'll go in the Project Believe universe. Oh yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah. That's fair game. That is fair game. <laughs> it is. That is very fair game. Let's do it. It's a real book That's that you can buy on Amazon. It is. Wait, is it on Amazon? I don't yeah. know. Okay. Well, Somewhere. you can also buy it. Rocket hmm. twenty thirty two. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> you can. You can. Hey, you I know? know where the I don't know on where the royalty check's going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> your parents send me send me to no i mean it's at my old address from like 20 years ago you should probably change that there's there's some bookstores in france that you said we're getting like 140 views you need to update this before people start buying it. you don't get your money i don't know how to I explain mean... that how about this we'll rewrite it I'll see you in the actual year 2032 with the with the with the reboot with the sequel. Yeah, Rocket oh, 2074. There was a sequel where where 
Jose and Trevor and I went on a F-Zero like race. And that was the story, basically. Was that the G-Zero Grand Prix? Like in Star Fox Command? No, the Jono Zero. <laughs> the Juju Zero? Yeah. The J-Zero. Rocket 2032. I mean, it was the basis of the story was Jose was a student from the year 2032 who went back in time to the year 2006 to observe me for for several years as part of a like long uh, essay to his class because I am a famous inventor in 2032. So yeah, the nepotism. You don't got much and, time left. Yeah. <laughs> you better get to work on inventing I something. I also need to spike my hair and grow a mustache. And wear like a Hawaiian shirt. Do you even have facial hair? Just think about what was cool back... What I thought was cool in 2006. I really need to start... Cool? Or is that what an eccentric would have in 2032? I basically just thought I was uh, the Hapa Guy Fieri. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I grow facial hair. I have a lot of hair on me, actually. It, there's a very strong portion of me that is German. So, yeah. Oh yes. Well. <laughs> well. I think we need to end this episode. show. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Trevor, you know this is the sixth time that you've been on here. I don't know why you keep telling us yes. But you do. We'll have you on again someday. Probably not pig related to do it. I think we've run out of pig things to cover. We'll uh, see. I don't. Listen, we struggled finding pig characters for this episode. We struggled. <laughs> we and tried to find trouble. other options besides Pigma and Whispig, and we couldn't Special find episode. any. <laughs> <laughs> Just it was not easy. Bob Man's origin. We workshop Bob Man as a special character. There we go. Nope. Not <laughs> yep. doing that. Instead, <laughs> next time on Supercast Brothers, it's a non topic. We kind of teased this one earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. Let's chat F Zero. How can we bring it back to life? It needs, <clears throat> it needs like 20 defibrillators at this point. What can we do? Well, we'll talk about it and figure it out. Yep. Mm. Time to break up. Thank you, Trevor, for, for coming Bye. online. Maybe we can add a pig us. character to F Zero. Maybe that's what you do. Hell yeah! You add Pigma. That that's how you do it. I mean, there is the G Zero Grand Prix, you know, in Starbucks Command. Well, the thing is, James McLeod is both a character in F Zero and it's true. Starbucks, it's so. true. And then they did Fox and Falco in G Zero. They knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, yeah. put Azurda in F-Zero as well. Uh, Renault in yeah. E-Zero. Yeah. King Baba. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I would love that. Steve. Steve. Who losses? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, with that, see you all next time. Don't let Thank the you, bad Trevor. pigmas bite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or to turn into a pig person. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs>
should re- re- we should reconsider. <laughs> <laughs>